Welcome back to Joe Meets World, episode 152, in which we watched episode 17 of season 7, the final season, of Boy Meets World, She's Having My Baby Back Ribs. Joining me this week to have this glorious discussion of this multi-layered, complex episode is my good friend, my brother from another mother, my muse, Mr. Philly himself, Philly Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I did not mean to emulate your intro. (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of came out. It happens. It happens. So how, how are you? Oh, I'm... I'm fantastic. (laughs) If you want to know why I'm fantastic, go to patreon.com slash Joe Pank, and you can hear the 20 minutes we did before the show. Yes. And it was good. (sighs) I'm getting better now. I'm getting better now. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, Yeah, I was... I was stressing out last night and I had to bring my side to talk myself down and remind remind myself that maybe things can be okay because, you know, then something like this happens and I'm like, nope, see, nothing works out for Joe. Have you reached the stress level of shadow boxing? (laughs) No, no, I have not. Then you're good. Okay. Once you start shadow boxing, you've gone nuts. So, yeah, I just, I, I mean, we talked about it. I just watched Rocky and I watched Taxi Driver a couple months ago. So all that's going through my head now is like images of things that may not have even happened in either of those movies. But I'm just imagining De Niro being crazy in his apartment shadow boxing. And I know Stallone did shadow box a little bit because you know his brain don't work so good. Um, and it's just, it's making me laugh, but I can't share that with anybody because it's inside my brain meets. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Well, so tell, yeah. No, no, you go. <laughs> you do it. So tell me, Chuck, since the last time we recorded, what's something that made you happy? Uh,. So I had I had off for the Fourth of July. I'm not used to having days off, like holidays off. Ooh, yeah, that's crazy. So you had Chris Yambar Day off? Yes, I did. There you go. I did, and I celebrated. Good. A little too much. So, <clears throat> any any longtime listener knows about uh, Chris. I really thought about next year. I think I'm going to like celebrate the fourth as Chris Yambar Day. Like, get some pierogies, make some uh, sausage and sauerkraut, read some comics. Like, make it like Chris Yambar Day. I like it. You definitely should. Yeah, let's see if I'll remember by next year. But I have so you many know ideas. What you What's that? You set a reminder on your phone Ooh. for for like. Three days before the fourth, so the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Sim- simple math, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> oh Jesus. Anyway, you just set a reminder for that, and that way on that day, and you'll you'll you won't have to remember. 
you will remind yourself. That's, you know, I should do that more. I have done that a little bit. I should do it more. And it's just that I've had a phone for so long and not used it in that fashion that I just, you know, I have to, it's, I got to get in the rhythm of it. I got to get used to like, this is what I do. You know, you know what? Do me a favor. Do it now. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I should just do it right now. Do it right now. I'm going to do talking. it right uh, on the podcast. And you know what? While what? you're doing that. What's something that made you happy? So again, you're asking me to do two things at once. <laughs> I am. Juggle for me, monkey. You dick. Oh. Um. So. It just went out of my head. Fuck. Well, so I didn't. <clears throat> I haven't technically done it yet. But. Um. When you folks are listening to this on Wednesday, <laughs> I will be going to work. I will be coming home, and then I will be going to uh, watch AEW wrestling in my town for like six hours, and then having Thursday off and going to see Love and Thunder early afternoon, and... I'm going to have a busy weekend because then I got to work Friday. Now I'm just talking about my schedule, but then I'm going to work Friday, go get a rental car and drive my ass up to Ottawa and help judge a hero clicks tournament, Canadian nationals. In fact, uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So I got a nice busy weekend ahead of me. You just ruined what made you happy for the next three weeks. I know, right? You can't use any of those. Well, I could be specific. Okay, so wrestling's out, but that's fine because I know that's going to make me super fucking. I'm just going to be excited and like, ah, that's fine. Um, but I'll have specifics from judging that I can use, so that's fine. Mm. Mm. I'm just mm. saying. Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> Wasn't no. that smart? <laughs> well, I just got. I started talking, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna lay it all out because I am like, I'm excited. I have, I have nervous energy because you know things don't go my way, but then it's also like it's it's what I like. I like doing things. I like having little little weekend trips. I've missed that, and now it's weird because like um, maybe after I edit this or tomorrow. I have to make an account on a Canadian government app and provide proof of my vaccination and where I'm crossing the border um, to streamline everything Friday. I wonder if I have to do my return trip. That's something I'm going to have to look into. And I'm going to have to like go back to wearing a mask because they're taking it seriously up there. Good. Which is which is fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's just weird because it's that it's that gear shift from us to you know a civilized country. Yes, they are um, obviously the Jedi of the world. <laughs> I don't know if they're the Jedi of the world. They're the Jedi of the world. <laughs> so, yeah, they got blue lightsabers, only blue. I was just old. When you said blue lightsabers, I'm like, and you kind of pause. I'm like, what else has he got? It feels like he has something else in the chamber. Yeah, no, I'm just really leaning into how cold it is up there. <laughs> and then well, it turned all their lightsabers blue. That's where the joke was. 
Gotcha. Um, Ottawa is only four hours away from me, which surprised me because I'm like, I always thought it was like Toronto is further away from me than Ottawa is. Drive four hours and they're speaking French. Right. Well, why do people always say that Ottawa is still Ontario? They don't like they speak French, but it's not Quebec. Everyone thinks it's Quebec. I don't I don't think that. No, I I know what Ottawa is. <clears throat> I didn't think that you were going west. <clears throat> going, you're going north. Okay, but anyway, so what I'm saying is it's only four hours away. So the temperature, like it's not that specific area, is not that much. Like I am, I live in the Canada of the United States. Montana. <laughs> No. Yes, yes. Yes, Chuck. I live in Montana. Okay. That's cool. I used to think you were closer. So tell me, Chuck, since the last time we recorded, what's some good that you did? Uh my coworker needed to get up on a platform. Mhm. And uh we were too lazy to get the big metal stairs. So I I became a higher floor for him. I lifted a man up and retrieved him down. <laughs> like you physically lifted a man? Yeah. Okay. It was it was I mean he was he wasn't like dead body. Right. Right. Like, sure, he, sure. <laughs> He was a very willing participant. I didn't just throw a man up there. Mm-hmm. That would be ludicrous. I'm just thinking of the OSHA violations. Keep going. You're fine. Yeah, yeah but there's no cameras back there, so we know we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not going to fire us unless they catch us red-handed, and they never <laughs> come out, so it's fine. But, yeah, I lifted a man up and retrieved him from a, a tall platform. It's been a slow week. Gotcha. But, you know, I miss and I like I know it's dumb and it's always dumb, but I miss when we used to have I used to work in places that had forklifts and boom lifts and like very, very occasionally we would lift somebody on the forks, which is a massive OSHA violation. And I just, I miss that energy of like somebody new being around and being like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. You're not supposed to do this. Never do this, but we're doing it right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done that a few times. Like the bay door at my old job would get stuck in the up position. Yep. And we used to just put a, a skid on, um, on the forklift and just raise the dude, raise the dude up. Yep. <laughs> just in front on all the cameras. Yeah. We're like just... there's, there's a good reason to not do those things, but you know, you, you got to get through your day. Yeah. I mean, you know, the bosses don't care that, <laughs> that we yeah. did it. Until someone reports them and they have to pay the fine. Um, fine with that. So somebody actually mentioned, and I think they're actually in the UK, but the same principle applies here, that they had to take some kind of similar safety course and the instructor tried to tell them like, and it's, I think it's a good reasoning and it's a good thought to have, even though, again, I know people just don't listen, that um, safety regulations are blood laws in the sense that 
none of those laws got made until somebody got really hurt or died. So like the reason you follow them is because whether you think it's going to happen or not, somebody got seriously injured or died. So you want to avoid that. Oh, I know when I was taking my forklift certification test, yeah, uh, they gave us real life examples of stuff that happened yeah. to a person on a forklift. And it's always like they wrote in detail stories about what, like the, yeah. the person getting up in the morning, yep, they were yeah. their kids, and then blowing up because they smoked near the propane tanks. Like, okay, man, you didn't need to give me his backstory. I get That's, it. Don't smoke near gas. So that still drives me nuts when I like. <clears throat> If I go to a gas station, there's one in particular where I've seen this happen. And if anyone is smoking, like, within 10 feet of a gas pump, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know that 10 feet's not, like, dangerous. I know it's not like they're trying to blow anything up, but it's, like, it's fumes, and it's, like, stuff could happen. Just why don't do that? Yeah. Why risk it? And I'm given 10 as the, as like the extreme example. I've seen people like light up, like be in an area where the pump is maybe six feet or eight feet away from the building, light up their cigarette and then start walking towards the pump. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah. Some people just want to die. I mean, I get it, but you know, you just like to roll them dice. But you don't have to take other people out with you. That's my problem. Like, if it was just you, that's fine. But, like, if you light, a, if you ignite a gas pump, that's a problem for everybody within, yeah. like, 30 feet. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're clearly not thinking about the people within 30 feet of you if you're in that mindset anyway. If that's you're going to set yourself on fire <laughs> no no that's not true that's not necessarily true if you know it takes a special kind of crazy if you don't set yourself on fire sir yeah but you know there's that monk that keeps there's that that one monk that keeps <laughs> doing it there's there's <laughs> i don't know why that's funny to me um <laughs> I do know. I'm going to explain to anyone who's listening to this. It's like, Joe's a terrible person. It's The humor is not in the pain of the person. The humor is in the stupidity of what I said. That that one monk keeps lighting himself on fire. Stop it, Ted. Oh, so anyway, it's the, but those monks that set themselves on fire and self-immolate to protest, like, they don't want to hurt anybody else. They just want to burn themselves up to make people confront the terrible horror of the world. Yeah, that, those are monks, though. Yeah, well, you know. You know, whatever. This is a I'm glad we agreed. podcast that we brought up self-immolation. And... <laughs> I was gonna say I'm glad we agree that they're monks. Like that's what she's like. Well, those are monks. Yes. Look, I'm trying to pivot, man. Okay, that's fine. Trying to pivot because we got into a bad spot. (laughs) If you don't want to set yourself on fire, let's talk. Let's listen to us talk about Boy Meets World, please. So, here's the weird thing about this episode that is going to be kind of funny in comparison. (laughs) Pardon me. 
So I'm going to do a quick synopsis and we'll go back because this is this episode can get boiled down to a very simple plot, but there's a lot to talk about in my opinion. So basically Topanga thinks she's fat. She's wrong. She's beautiful, but she thinks she's fat. Um, she convinces Eric to go on a diet with her. Everyone because of her diet and because she's having these uh, anxiety, honestly, this anxiety about her weight. People uh, confuse that for her being pregnant. Then you have the sitcom Comedy of Errors where Corey is sure that his wife is pregnant and rather than talking to her, throws her a surprise baby shower. And then we have the conversation about body images and whatnot and everything gets resolved. Yep. So. So we'll here's see you some, next week, guys. <laughs> but no, here's and here's the thing I was gonna say because we we love Will Friedle, America's treasure, national treasure. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, saying America's national treasure would be redundant. That's why I didn't do that. Um. So he. <sighs> All right. I did not know this at the time because obviously there this was not pre-internet but pre everyone knowing everything all the time and talking about it internet at this point this is when will had developed anxiety about acting and being in front of the camera so remember when we talked about the wedding at the end of season six and the way that eric seemed like he was saying goodbye to mr feeney yes i this is from this is me um uh, extrapolating from this other part, information I'm giving, I think that was done because Will Friedle didn't know if he could continue to act, and he wanted Eric to go out on a high note. So it was just like, like I think I said at the time, where it was, it would have been that Eric just went on the road and was just, you know, finding himself, and it was in a good place, and it was because of his anxiety, he was having trouble before performing. So why I bring that up is. In this season, he's on anti-anxiety meds because he felt that was the only way he could continue to be Eric and continue to act in front of the camera, which caused him to gain a little bit of weight. Like, I, I looked kind of closely at him in this episode, and if you asked me, he's not fat, he's not heavy, I don't really see weight on him you can see he has a little bit of weight in his face but he's also like his early 20s you know bodies change a little bit depending on i can't i don't know exactly how old he was but you know like i would never look at eric in any of the seasons and be like eric's fat but somebody brought it up because they they didn't like the depiction of him in this episode but that's that's what they were dealing with a really with a real thing for will in this episode and this is why like we talked about where he transitioned more to voice acting and even um, some directing because he was not, he just went through this time in his life where he was not comfortable in front of the camera and it was really messing with his head. And since we loved him, I wanted to bring that up because we love him. Yes. And, and I thought it was, in, that's I thought, over. yes, yes. He, and he, just for the record, he has like, he's conquered it. He's dealt with it. He, he's off the the he's off any prescription meds. I'm sure it still creeps in from time to time because that's how mental health works. 
but he's in a much better mental space now and um he's living a healthier life and that's all and it, I, I, the fact that it tied into that conversation that wedding episode that you were like what's going on with eric and i'm like that's what it was it was them leaving it open to write him out if he didn't feel like he could come back oh okay that's what i really i can't i'm not saying that like rubber stamp officially but like it lines up it all makes sense to me gotcha yeah i didn't know that yeah like i said neither did i so that's where i wanted to bring it up because i found it very interesting okay um this is one of my favorite so the person that mentioned that was like they make fun of eric and topanga for being fat and i'm like not really like the like they show topanga's very real struggles with it and they let eric be eric like it's always been one of my favorite things where topanga's feeling self-conscious she's eating the pizza eric sits down and she goes eric am i fat and he goes yeah give me that pizza (laughs) And then they explained at the end of the episode where she's like, you told me I was fat. He goes, you're not fat. You're hot. I just said that so you'd give me your pizza. And then literally turns around and goes, hey, fatty, give me your pizza. And yeah. grabs it. That was wonderful. It's that was a good bow tie on it. Yes. And I love it so it just I love it so much. And it's and then, and then everyone looks like you just stole a man's pizza. <laughs> And he keeps changing out food throughout that scene. <laughs> He's got chicken at one point. <laughs> oh, um, so then uh, the the visual of Corey and Sean sitting in bed together while Sean eats pancakes just makes me laugh. It always has. And they're, they're fully dressed. It's just, it's odd. And I, it makes me laugh. Mm. Um, I did like... Because I am a fan of the underpants runner. I love the whole idea of Corey being like, she stole my pants. Now I got no pants. As if you only have one pair of jeans. Like, come on, man. Yeah, give me your pants. Yeah, give me your pants. Um, Something I did not distinctly remember, and it stuck out to me here. Sean gives Corey good advice every time. He's like, oh, yeah, go talk to your wife. Like, just go check in with your wife. And Corey's like, okay. And then, no, I can't. I'll it's like, so I'm going to do the right thing. You're going to talk to your wife. No, I'm going to throw a surprise birth or pregnancy or baby shower, pregnancy shower, uh, <laughs> surprise baby shower. It's like, I'm going to be in Cleveland. Like, it's just, it, I like that where they're showing that because of everything that's happened, even as they're having Corey be goofier. Sean is becoming the sensible one where it's like, well, just go talk, like just go talk to your wife. Cause that would have, that would have, it would have been bad for the comedy of the show, but like in real life, that's what you should do. You just go talk to the, you just go talk to the person. Yep. And instead he, he helped spread a rumor that whispered right. down the lane. And I, apparently somebody at the grocery store is interested in Topanga having a baby. No, not even that. Adopting a Chinese boy. Oh, that's, that's where, true. Yeah, it became telephone game, so it just got weird. Yeah, Rachel started that. Because she, she said, they, yeah, she was like, they're having twins. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She changed it. Yikes. 
Um, I did like the comment of Topanga being like the beautiful people as if she's not gorgeous. Like I do. I, I will say this. I, I think Topanga is absolutely stunning in this episode. Daniel Fischel is a beautiful woman. All right. Um, well, I suppose that creepiness was inevitable. Why is it creepy? I'm, I'm, I'm saying she's you. a beautiful woman. I'm she, and you. she, and she is a woman. Who happens um, to be beautiful. Right. The line that really struck me, even though it was supposed to be Alan, like being all stressed was responsible. Couples don't have babies. Mm-hmm. That's that just a weird, a father of four. That's a weird thing for a father of four to say. You know what else is weird for him to say? What's that? Is that his wife never got her figure back. <laughs> <laughs> that's not weird. That's inconsiderate and rude. Yeah, it's just like, oof, dude, stop stepping in them. Right? Um, I, I wrote fucking Nana Boo Boo because that's been a running gag for like the last two seasons. This hypothetical uh, grandmother that all these crazy stories revolve around and then we actually get to see Nana Boo Boo. Yeah, that was fun. And she, apparently she's loaded. I, yeah, and apparently she's hanging on for dear life, even though she seemed to be shoving down them deviled eggs. All right. Yeah, that was uh, that was some harsh stuff from Morgan. Her <laughs> <laughs> one line insults an old woman. And then the thing that I thought that for me I thought was funny was as we're talking about weight issues and everything, they gift they gift they get gifted a DVD player. And my comment was that DVD player is fat as fuck. That thing was gigantic. Wow. It was top of the line, Joe. It was gigantic. You could have lived in it. State of the art. I don't think that's true. (laughs) That's what they said. That's what they said. I think they're liars. (laughs) Sometimes it was real hard to get a DVD to play on those things. Right? Yeah, because they're gigantic and blocky and built like VCRs. Yep. Um I've always so the the when they have the heart to heart, I've always found the exchange a little odd. So Rachel saying that she's self-conscious about her height makes sense. Um Angela's telling Topanga. I would kill for those curves. The the intent behind it is true. The phrasing has always struck me as odd. I don't know why. I have no idea. I don't feel like that's how people talk to each other. I think that might be how some people talk to each other. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Though, yes, I also would kill for Topanga's curves. Um, that's a threat. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I heard you walk <laughs> around in your chair. I got you. Okay. Well, it's also this chair, even though it is very comfortable. Um, and yeah, I, I like, I, I just like the whole thing with Eric too, where he's just like, I'm not fat. I'm pregnant. That's all. That was a good line. I love that. I love Eric lines are great in this season. They're just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he's killing it this season. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing too. I, I identified with in ways that I shouldn't 
where he's just like sometimes one button just isn't enough. Like, have you ever have you ever had one of those days where oh, you're like, yeah. I I just need to unbutton my pants because woo boy. Yep. Yeah, mine's more of a belt buckle because I use one of those strap belts that okay. don't have the whole. You just gotta configure it, it within the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm constantly pulling that thing because I am a fat guy with no ass, much like Sean, except he's not fat. Uh, so I did, pants just don't stay on me. Yeah, I did find that funny too. He's like, I have almost no butt, and then Fiend's just like, Thank you, Mister Hunter. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. Like, no one's checking out your ass, Sean. I'm sorry to break <laughs> it to you. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was good. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of positivity in this episode. Uh, I think Topanga handled the whole immediately going from. Uh, being insulted that she was called pregnant um, to accepting of it in a very shocking scenario. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like she said, I mean, again, they're trying to do like, this is something that could, could have, should have maybe played out over time. It feels inauthentic to all happen in one episode. But when she's like, you know, you were all being nice to me and I thought it was because I lost weight. And instead it's because you thought I was pregnant. But, like, at the end of the day, you were still being nice to me, and I wanted to feel that nice feeling. And it's like, I get you. I hear you, girl. Yeah. You get yours. And Corey, I think, was this, like, as much like, – we've talked about how people are very hard on Corey in these last couple seasons, and a lot of it is deserved. Like, the character is given the idiot ball a lot. But we saw a little of the old Corey, where he's like – why would you think you're fat? You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Like, like it, it's the Corey that's madly in love with his wife came back and was like, no, don't feel bad about yourself. Like, you should never feel bad about yourself. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, he did a really good job. And, you know, coming to terms with it, obviously, there was the initial shock. But then he eventually came around after talking with his parents. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. But also, like rather than there was no and just whatever but there was no um judgment when once he found out she's not pregnant there's no judgment in him there's no like well how how could you do like no it's like no like you shouldn't feel this way i don't want you to feel this way it was all very loving and supportive which you know i thought was like i said after the last couple seasons of Corey just running for miles with the idiot ball. It was nice to see the loving Corey that, you know, the show kind of was built around in the first couple seasons that he's just this good young man who just does stupid things sometimes. Yep. It was good. Oh, and that was the other thing. Again, as much as people say that Eric's become a complete idiot in these last couple seasons, which, you know, there's some validity to there's the one part where Corey's like confronting Eric and then they both get confused and just run away from each other. <laughs> yeah. In opposite directions. Yeah, which I thought was great. I loved it. It's fantastic. <laughs> that was wonderful. Uh, uh, there there was also the um Wow, that just completely left my head. That isn't that fun? Mm. Gives you a little preview of dementia, baby. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's not coming back. All right. <laughs> Apologies. 
No, hey man, it happens. I've been I did a I did a video yesterday for my HeroClix thing on Facebook, and it happens a lot when because there's when I do a live video, there's people commenting, and so like I'll start talking about something, and then somebody will comment something, and I'll be like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll get that in a minute, but then it breaks my train of thought, and it's just like, oh, what was I talking about? Yep. I also I mean, blame. This, this will come to me at three in the morning. Of course, and you'll just text. You'll shoot me a message, be like, ah, I was about the banana. I'm like, all right. God, was there a banana? No, big it old, wasn't a banana. Big old throbbing banana. Um, what? <laughs> I like the way you said what. That really got me. <laughs> Thank you. What? <laughs> oh, hell. This is a fun episode tonight. Right? We're having fun. We're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. So... Anything else you want to say about this episode or your own struggles with weight or, you know, uh, deep heart, deep, dark confessions? No. All right, cool. Uh, (laughs) Anything you'd like to plug? Of course not. As always, if you want more of me and who wants that, you can go to JoePank.com, J-O-E. P-A-N-C.com. There's all kinds of links there, all kinds of fun merch and whatnot. Um, so go get stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cthulhu Homes or Joe Pank. You can follow me on Instagram at Joe Pank36. You can, um, as traveling is opening again, my sexy barbecue is going to get more updates. So if you want some sexy barbecue, you can go to OnlyFans.com slash Joe Pank. I'm really going to upload stuff to that. Um, and as always, if you want to, <laughs> to get this show uncut and unedited up to three days early, you can go to patreon.com slash Joe Pank. Give us as little as $2 a month and get the entire show archive back to the beginning of time, uncut and unedited, including what was just happening underneath my voice that I don't know if it cut in or not. So tell me, Chuck. What? What did we learn this week? Uh, we we learned that Joe can't be distracted, and Chromebooks suck. And I learned that Chuck should not pour any kind of liquid while I'm doing plugs without muting his microphone first. Until next time, do good. Mm-hmm.